Are you ready for the football games? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so I was uh, I was reading the uh, DSM five again this morning. Um, if you don't know, this is the Diagnostic Statistical Manual, the the fifth iteration. So it's like the how you you know diagnose certain you know behaviors. And going through the diagnostic criteria for autism, I'm pretty sure you have it. <laughs> I'm like 99% sure. I never I never said I didn't. Yeah. We do have a friend who clearly is autistic who denies it at nauseum. Yeah. Well, you're, Brandon. You're, you're, yeah, yours is, well, yeah, his is, you know, the social situation. <laughs> yours is kind of like yes. the social situation, not being able to not read social situations, but just how you like handle your interpersonal relationships and then, uh. You know, isolating yourself, your routines, and your orderliness. Yeah. So yeah, congrats. I'm I'm fully aware of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So, uh, we mentioned this in the last podcast. I went to Vortex. I went to Wisconsin. Yeah, you gotta you gotta wind and dine, as they say. A little bit. They're, little uh, bit. They're trying to subvert your your optics uh, preferences. Basically, they biased. won. They won. <laughs> no. Everything else uh, sucks. Get a vortex. <laughs> Hashtag vortex yes, nation. Yes. No. Uh, there's so many. Th- okay. So I'm just going to start out by saying before we even get started, if you're in Midland, go by Allen Outdoors. Or if you're in the, the market for some custom ammo, optics, everything else, AllenMunitions.com. Now we've got that out of the way. Before we get started, here's the worst part about this trip. Right off the bat, I had to sign an NDA. Now, I tried to explain this Ew. to those guys. I tried to explain this to those guys. I'm like, those are really hard to enforce in court. It's fine. We have lawyers. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure y'all, you know, this isn't nothing new for y'all. Like, we're not the first people to do this and all that. You know, I said, but I doubt, I, I seriously doubt you've ever had anybody in here who is like a, an optics fan, like a gear fan, like I am. And by making me sign this, you're literally just breaking my heart. Cause like, I'm going to, I'm going to say some things and I'm not going to let anything out. The, the, there's so much that I want to talk about. Cause I'm so excited about it that I can't. <laughs> and I'm just like, you, I'm sitting there like, they're just looking at me like, you're so autistic. And I'm just like, you don't understand. Like, all this stuff you're showing me and telling me about. Like, it just makes me excited. Like, a lot of stuff is like, yeah, clearly they're going to go that route. But some stuff you're like, ooh, you know. Yeah. It's so much stuff that I'm super hyped about. Well, you and I have been, like, you know, first of all, you and I are both in this specifically because, like, we found our way to this because how nerdy we are about all this yes. shit. Like, that's literally, like, what gets us off. And we talk about, like, it's the whole reason we have a fucking podcast is... Yeah. Two white guys a podcast. Yeah. It's like, you know, we always are like, they need to be doing this. They need yes. to be working on this. Yes. Why don't they do this? Why aren't people doing this? Yes. Why don't people listen to the consumer market? Why like, is Leopold just a bunch of old boomers who never actually <laughs> releasing any cool products in public? Like, it's it's like... I don't know. It's, it's so hard to explain. Like, I am a... Among many other things like optics and, you know, new stuff and all that, you know, all that kind of stuff like makes me super excited. Like, that's why I don't get people like when something new comes up, they just, um, before they even get in hand, they just automatically start shitting on it. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? Like, the shit coming. 
Wait, you mean like putting on a pair of glasses with lens coatings and looking through an optic and being like, man, the coatings on this optic. Yeah, exactly. Uh, prime example of what great times we live in. The new uh, chronograph from Garmin. Compact. Works really well. Like, how exciting is all this? Like, this is freaking I, I, great. Yeah, I thought somebody said, or I think I read, read, it's like it would fit in the battery compartment of the Labradar. Yes. And it's, like, <laughs> it's like and it works better from what i've seen cheaper that you said works yes. better yes like and then like you put me in an optics plant and tell me a bunch of new excitement which a lot of stuff i i basically probably forced it out of them because i'm just like question 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 you're gonna do this you're gonna do this <laughs> and i'm I sure just like god so fucking mad i didn't get to go uh yeah you, you definitely missed out on like just next time one the the drive there was beautiful. Uh, yeah, the drive back ask was, you, was awesome. That worth it? Yes, uh, worth it one hundred percent. It was what twenty hour drive, something like that. Uh, when I come back, I co- went to Dad's, so that made my drive ultimately way longer. But it's fine. Yeah. It was on the weekend, so we we drove up there. Uh, Fitzy had to drop out last minute, unfortunately. Uh, and j- typically speaking, uh, my first phone calls to my dad is uh, he's now. Well, he's supposed to be retired, but he still works all the time. And you know, he worked forever, and he doesn't. He hasn't gotten the. Well, he hasn't just gone and done things. That's probably more. You know, he's like me. I come by it honestly. Uh, so my first phone call is always to my dad. You know, which I'm sure he doesn't let us take him anyways. I just I didn't want to ask. Yeah, because it's, it's like in, it's like a whole thing, you know. They yeah. they book your hotel room. Yeah. You're normally supposed to fly in. They pick you up and do all that. Yeah, we have airports. <laughs> so it was awesome being able to take Dad and like driving across the states he's never been to, take him to Vortex, and it was it was also you know I've I've worked in plants when I was younger, but he worked in a plant, uh, Campbell Soup there in Paris, which is a massive facility. It's like Campbell Soup's like thirty something acres on a roof. Jeez. Yes. So it was a very interesting getting his perspective. I wish he had been here to talk about this too, like get his perspective some more, but get his perspective on the actual plant at Vortex. Because, okay, so my perception of Vortex prior to going was probably based upon what they used to be, not what they've turned into over the past, say, 10 years. Let me guess, like, they just get shipping containers from overseas and they just sell it online yeah it it, it is by far the most the by far the most impressive employees by far the one of the most impressive facilities i've been to like it it was it was just it was awesome like i mean you know uh had no idea and again there's so much stuff i can't talk about <laughs> but like it, we'll leave that part out because I can't talk about it. But I just, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Uh, be paying attention, to Vortex, for the next five years because it's gonna get it's gonna get really cool. But anyways, so we make our drive down there, which which I told Dad I'm like the reason why I told you to block off a whole week, even though we're gonna be at Vortex for two days. Number one, I'd like to stop somewhere and hunt, which I end up not getting to because of rain. 
I said, I am not doing this stupid 18-hour straight drive shit. We're going to drive from daylight till dark, park daylight, you know, all the way there the next day so we can see things. Dad, going down there the first day, right close to the dark, we actually end up in Kansas and pass by Shields. And Dad's never been to a Shields. Now, this isn't a regular Shields. It's like an add-on to a mall, so you're not getting the full effect. But... It was full enough. Like, Dad was like, wow, you know. But, like, it, you know, the next day, uh, we're driving all the way in to get checked in. We happened to just drive right by Brownells. And I told Dad, we got an hour to spare. Whip this bitch around. That was super impressive. Their storefront. Have you seen? Very I, nice. I don't know if they still do it, but at one point, I know they had designed. You could, like, place an order online. There's a conveyor belt that comes out with your order. Oh, there was no... I didn't see a conveyor belt, so this kind of my memory could be shaky. There, obviously, you couldn't see. I wanted to, but I didn't. We didn't have time for me to even ask. I wanted to tour the rest of the facility. Yeah, I want to see how they do orders and stuff like that. But I got to see their storefront. I took some few photos. Uh, very impressive. But they have like eight computers sitting out. So what they have on their displays is like a little bit of each individual area and a bunch of firearms. Yeah. So you just, like, if you don't see what the, you want, you sit down and order it, and they'll bring it out to you. But their, their display, their showroom, very nice. Uh, that was really super cool. Uh, we rode on down there, got down there. Uh, Tom, which we'll have on the podcast at some point, which is our rep, our dealer our dealer rep, Vortex rep. Uh, super cool guy. I got to learn a lot more about him on this trip. Which, I mean, you already knew it was like chill, laid back guy, but like he's had a super fascinating life, which I cannot wait to sit him down and talk about it. Uh, which, I mean, I sent you the photo of Taylor Swift on the back of a bad boy buggy. <laughs> Again, there's that's a story in itself. But, anyways, uh, Tom is a bit of a boomer, not good with the technology. And I know that's a lot coming from me, but he makes me look like Steve Jobs. Well, I mean, my favorite story is like first one of the first times I met Tom, uh, we're sitting there talking about an order and he hands Fitzy a iPad in a box. He's like, he can turn this on. So yeah, we pull out to pull it out like fresh out of the box. Like <laughs> And he keeps it in the box, okay? Man? <laughs> but anyways, Tom's a great guy, super funny, laid back, like my favorite rep. I'll I'll go ahead and say that. Like, you know, but anyways. Uh, Tom sends us to the wrong hotel <laughs> and it's a, and it's down, like it's down by the campus. So it's like all these hippies and shit. And it's like this bougie white people hotel that you're already not good with that kind of stuff. No, so. <laughs> no. And it's the streets are super narrow. And like, I'm just like, and you have to park in a parking garage here. And I'm just looking at my truck. Like this ain't gonna work. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my, I, I looked at daddy. I said, we're probably going to be like, thanks, but you can go ahead and cancel these rooms. We'll get our own rooms like somewhere, not this, but I go in there again. There are you know, like, I'm wearing what I'm wearing right now. My driving clothes. Yeah. Shorts, hoodie. They're already looking at me like, hmm, you know, cause everybody else is like walking in the door, super dressed up. Yeah. <laughs> cause this is like fancy, schwancy, like real fancy. You'd have loved it. So let me give you some tips, just off the right off the bat. 
Anytime you're committing to a nice hotel, you're committing to having them valet your shit. That's their problem to deal with, not yours. It costs you some money, but it's fine. <laughs> Second of all, wear whatever the fuck you want. That's my favorite thing in the world is just right. being supremely underdressed in fancy environments and making <laughs> and just like making other people uncomfortable. <laughs> it was definitely making some people uncomfortable. <laughs> I can tell they're looking at me like I was a murderer. <laughs> no, the best part is though, you, you you don't have the backside of that, which is like you do that, you know, they have like a fancy bar and then you just like know more than everybody else but everything. <laughs> uh, that like backup, that's even more fun. So I'm like, you know, we're here. This the reservation should be on this, and oh, it's not in here. And I'm like, oh my god! So this whole thing. See the walk of shame. They're like, oh, you thought you were staying in this hotel, you poor piece of shit. (laughs) It was a whole thing, and then come find out, it's the same name but different area. Yeah, because we were staying in uh, was Madison. That make that sound right? Madison, Wyoming. Uh, Not Wyoming, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I think I believe it was Madison. Yeah. So there's another hotel on the other side of town that so that's the one we're supposed to be in, which was fancy too, but it, no, not downtown city fancy. No, it was uh, like a Hyatt Regency or something. Hill, maybe a Hilton. Oh, Hilton. Yeah, Hilton. Yeah, Hilton. Brand. It was the fanciest. It was nicer than ones we stayed in Vegas. Oh really? Not fuck. It was Why real nice. Just cut me down here. Hey, the the, the coolest. Okay, so I'm like I'm dread. I wouldn't even gonna stay at this one. Like that's that's where I was at on this one. We go check out the other one. It's right off the highway. There's literally steakhouses within walking distance. Yeah, our rooms are bottom floor, and I have nice. a balcony, like a, not a balcony, like a, a patio. Maybe to walk gar- out on. garden in, maybe. That sound. Maybe that was it. I don't know, <laughs> but anyways, and I could park right outside my window and watch my truck. It. It was like they just—they're like they knew who who I was, and they pl- like it was just so perfectly planned. Um, but did, you, did very, you have your rigid toolboxes? No, I carried my big five eleven bag. Okay. <laughs> uh, very nice accommodations, very nice hotel, perfect layout, like made everything super easy. Anyways, great, got it figured out. So, next morning we go to Vortex. Pulling up, I'm just like Jesus Christ. I had no idea. Well, I really didn't have any idea until I walked in. So you walk in, they have a beautiful showroom, which I have a few photos of. Every optic they make are mounted up on like fake rifles, lots of clothing, everything else. And they're open to the public. You know, they can go in there and get an optic and they'll mount it for them. And they have their ranges and all this stuff. But you walk in, that's like the uh, call service center, all the salesmen. 274,000 square feet. And then, uh, you know, the floors go up from there, which is, there's a floor with all, like, engineers. It's a floor with their social media team, all that stuff, like, which we toured around. We went into their manufacturing facility, which is the stuff I can't talk about. But I will say, uh, everybody, you know, well, I, I wasn't aware of this. I knew they made something, but I wasn't aware, like, how much. The AMG is American Manufacturing Group. If it's AMG product, it's made here in America. It's that simple. And they got some stuff in there going on that I can't talk about. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, Americans are manufacturing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, some other really cool shit. Can't talk about again. Their measuring room. I can't talk about what all was uh, in there. I love, but I can tell you. Love me a good me- me- metrology department. 
Those are that best. was uh, when we walked in there. I just looked around like, are we supposed to be in here? Because this shit looks. Your sorry, sir. Your income bracket is messing with the calibration of this equipment. But the funniest part, I took a. I was allowed to take a photo of the board I'm about to tell you about in the measuring room. I'm yeah. sure it had a better name. There's three guys working in there, and there's all this shit going on. Fancy, like it looked like a sci-fi movie in there. Were they in white coats? No, Damn. they just looked like a bunch of hillbillies like me. Hell yeah! And on this little whiteboard, they had a drawing of this guy's setup where he'd been deer hunting and he just killed a deer. And we got, you know, we talked to that guy, saw the photo because I'm like. <laughs> This is not what you expected to see in the rest of this room, which was really fucking cool. They had these awesome signs telling you like how minute measuring they do, which is insane. I have a few photos of it. Sure, like to the microns. I can't even remember like the the level, but it's insane. Which, I mean, you look at these machines, you're like, that clearly does something that's beyond my (laughs) realm of imagination. Like in this chart... You know, it starts out at a thou and goes down. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, we work in this range. I'm working like, you know, the next sixteenth of an inch. <laughs> you know, and y'all are down here, you know, but super cool. We seen there we talked to a few people in the manufacturing. And the the cool thing about it was, and this is what this is one of the things that dad said. He said it camel soup. They do, you know, plant tours and stuff like that. But they have people they go to. Yeah, they have it. It's like North Korea, right? You they get, the, <laughs> yes. they get yes. the grocery store. They get the people standing yes. on the side. Well, in Vortex, uh, in Vortex Manufacturing, see, I, I'm watching for stuff like this. I'm watching to see if like someone's letting them know we're coming. Like, no, there was no. Like we just knew we were touring the facility, and there was no like he just he'd stop. The Panther was our tour guide. He'd stop, look around. Uh, that guy's not busy at the moment. Let's look over here. And like, if I'd ask a question about a certain thing area, we'd just go over there. Like, yeah. I, I was kind of doing some things on purpose to see if they did stage people because I wanted to know, like, are these people truly happy or is this one of those things? And uh, it's like, oh, it's Wade Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> From what I could tell, it was completely random. I and mean, I, I forced a few of them. I'm sure they do this quite often, but everybody at the Vortex complex that we talked to, we talked to quite a few people. Like me individually, I talked to certain people and stuff like that, but super knowledgeable, super happy. Like it was it was crazy. But anyways, we talked to these guys in manufacturing and this and that, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's super nice, super Super knowledgeable about what, super passionate about. It. And that's my biggest thing is like, if I don't care if your job is sweet floors, if you're passionate about your work, you're going to do a good job. I love talking to people like that. And everybody in, and I haven't even barely scratched the surface on how big this bitch is. Everybody we talked to, super passionate about their work, super happy. Like it, it was crazy. But, anyways, and I'm, you know, I'm sure they have their things and, you know, it, it is a plant. People aren't going to always like each other. But I asked I asked this one guy, Jake, was this other guy that, uh, kind of like the guy that invited us down, the main guy. I said, uh, what happens when y'all get a shitty employee? And they're like, they just kind of don't stay around long. You know, everybody else is so happy, they just kind of don't get along and they move on. Anyways, so in the manufacturing facility is where 
Lots of cool shit. <laughs> but I will say this. Did you uh, did you download all the footage I put on the hidden camera I put on your head yet? <laughs> oh, I just I just kept going, can I take a picture of this? No. Can I take a picture of this? No. It's like, can I have that? No. <laughs> and actually, it does make you wonder, though. I mean, which I know the one facility is like way like you can't get into. I don't but even know like, if, dude, uh, how much they vet you, like how much they vetted you I know. before because I'm, I am curious. The government. Uh, yes. And I don't know if I can even talk about that because I didn't yeah. ask. Like, I didn't. Let's just say there's a room that not even the employees can go in. Yeah. And I'm over there like. <laughs> can I? Yeah, no, see you, in there. Yeah, have Panther flip his switch and come exactly. after you. Fuck you <laughs> exactly. up. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, what you? And, you know, I, I think I made this joke later on, uh, like the last day, the second day, like y'all should take everybody to the shoot house first, <laughs> and yeah. then take them on a tour. Like you think about breaking that NDA, <laughs> we're gonna send this guy. <laughs> Vortex strike team after you. So yeah, manufacturing was phenomenal. Really freaking cool. Uh, I had no idea. Like you just, you have no idea. Like you have no idea until you see it. You're like, oh wow! Like well, this is fucking amazing. Yeah, that's the their showroom. Isn't that Vortex you're looking yeah. at? Yeah, very nice, very well like put together. It. Like it's super cool. We should we should get them to do us the display with the guns out. I think uh, he's supposed to be sending me an email with all the available displays. So. Next, we go to the warehouse, like their shipping department. Holy freaking shit. Again, you know, like everybody knows, God, anybody listening shit. can go to any store and see a Vortex, something, some kind of product. Like I had an idea of how big they was, but you don't have the real idea until you see this shit. Like their warehouse, I guess is what they call it, shipping and receiving. The goddamn ceilings are about 60 foot tall. And the racks go nearly to the top. And I, I have a few videos of that as well. And it is, uh, well, put it in perspective, and I hope I can say this. I don't see why I wouldn't. They ship out, they just ship out 3,500 orders a day. God damn. <laughs> and this warehouse is, I don't remember the square footage. It is massive, and they're already brim full. Like, Every shelf on this some bitch has product on it, and it's either incoming or outgoing, like incoming from internally or outgoing to customers. And then they have all their warranty stuff. <coughs> they had a room probably about the size of Ally inside this building that's literally just dedicated to binoculars, spot scopes, warranty. And they had like 10, 15 people in there working. Then they have another room for rifle scopes and red dots and all that. And I'm just like, you said, so that's warranty, warranty. Yeah. Like basically the, they, all these people work in there, they get the product assess the situation. Can it be repaired? Is it worth repairing? If not, you know, get them a new one. Cause vortex warranty is probably the best in the industry. That was super impressive. They didn't let us go in there. Uh, I'm assuming they didn't want us like messing up anything, but like I, I did sit and just watch those people working because I'm like, they, you know, I wonder what they do when no one they think no one's watching. They're all in there just busy working away and laughing and giggling, having a good time. But they're all busy the whole time. And then like the scope repair guy, the guy like the lead guy, he's been there for years. And uh, like I don't know, it's super impressive. Uh, the the shipping and receiving shit like super impressive, very 
intuitive, easy. Like it's just, just flowing constantly. So like we tour that is again, very impressive, like very tall, very impressive. And then I'm just like seven, all these optics, like they're literally just everywhere. Like I use, I don't even know how, how much products in there, but it's a, it's like, it's more than you can fathom. But anyways, uh, we move on to vortex edge, which is what they're, like I didn't, they haven't, you know, as good as Vortex does about product releases and information videos and everything else, I haven't, like, I was, I hadn't heard them mention Vortex Edge. Yeah. But I had no clue what it what it was. And it, I kind of think they're still building it because what they're going to do, so what it is, Vortex Edge is what they call the range facilities, range of training facilities. Like I said, they have 100-yard ranges. Yeah, it's 55,000 square feet, it looks like. 100-yard ranges. Uh, I guess it'd be 50 yard for the pistols, the 360 simulator thing, the shoot house, and all this other stuff. Like it, they have a hundred yard range as well. Yeah, so that's impressive. Uh, as soon as you walk in the door, they have a nice display of their optics and Vortex Edge and everything else. They have a little studio over there too. And they're gonna they're supposed to be firing up a Vortex Edge podcast. That, from what I understand, is supposed to be more centered around like the, you know. Home defense tactical yeah. side rather than hunting. Yeah. yeah, which, you know, cool. You need to be doing that, especially as optics manufacturer. And uh, there was uh, actually, I think they were, I feel like it was a sheriff's department, but they're all kitted out. Yeah. Uh, and the funniest part was, like, we, we hit it right at lunch over there after looking at everything. And we was going to sit in one of those uh, conference rooms, because they had several in there for training, and go over some more stuff on the impact while we have lunch. And the funniest part is, like, they they brought in our lunch and said it, they have, like, a little dining area, essentially, yeah. for people eating lunch. And all those kitted out guys were in there. The more I think about it, the more I feel like that was not a sheriff's office. <laughs> they might have been. We needed, you needed Sean with you to be able to be like, be like, oh, the airframe cover on that one. That's a you know limited issue. Limited issue they between didn't, these years. It didn't look like a generic sheriff's office build people and their kit. Like that might have been bullshit. But anyways, yeah, <laughs> they had center lunch there, and the funniest part was like all these guys are looking like cutting. You know, me and Dad cutting their eyes at us a little bit. Like, who are these guys? They're like, it's from- Wade Chandler from the TPH podcast. <laughs> But they're kind of looking at us like sideways and, and like it's stone quiet. They're just like quietly eating, looking at us. And I just, I had to break the silence. And I'm like, I wanted to eat with y'all, but those guys over there said we couldn't and they didn't like y'all. So we just grabbed our shit and walked off. <laughs> but, anyways, uh, we had lunch, covered a few things about the impact. Uh, Many, I give them, they were super. This is the coolest thing about it is like anybody that we talked to. That knew of us, knew that we actually use products and stuff like that. They were super, super interested to hear feedback, which is really cool. And we talked about some of the feedback and you know on the impact and all that kind of stuff. And then we talked about the app and you know some of my discretions I had with the app and everything else. Uh, so then we went and did the podcast. Uh, which I have no idea when it will be airing because I forgot to ask the guy. 
How was the studio? Was it all like super fancy? It's, I guarantee, like walking in there, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's the same appearance as this one. Like from the camera forward, you're like, oh, but every, <laughs> everywhere, mess. everywhere, everywhere Wait, else. Do they, do they have a pigsty of a guy? No, he was, his, I was like, I was like, I didn't, I don't, I might have even took a picture of it. I was like, oh, oh, y'all's fitchy is a little bit more organized because this desk was like super neat. Yeah. But it was like all the wires and shit that you don't see. It's the same as this room. So it's so fucking hard. But it, the thing that surprised me, and I took a picture of their cameras, they were vastly different than ours. And I think there's some sort of auto tracking cameras and they were cannons. But they had damn near the same setup, like one on each side, one yeah, in the yeah. middle. There's some, they look like the, because they're round and stuff. They look like so they had some sort of auto tracking, but they're cannons. I didn't see cannon riding on them. Or maybe just the base was a cannon. Well, shit, now I don't know. I think I took photos. But, anyways. Was something like this? I, I can't see, see nothing. <laughs> something like that? Yes. Okay. It was that might. I think I took photos of them. But I, yeah, it, it's like a broadcast live camera. Those the midgets ten thousand dollars piece. Bam. I mean, there's different versions. Uh, so that room is probably the same width as this one. But to me, when it you looks, watch their YouTube looks videos, way looks way wider. Yeah. But it's not. I can see it that. may be one or two foot wider than this one. It's super <laughs> interesting to see their behind the scenes, which is very similar to ours. Except his desk is way more organized. Here. Sorry, I keep <laughs> needing to redo it, but I just need to pop an Adderall and come back here one day. But uh, it doesn't help. That this is like way the fuck far away from everything else. <laughs> I don't know when it'll air. They may not even may not even air. <laughs> you know who knows? Uh, but it was you know I just I, it was just me and Mark. Uh, he had his print off. Print off of questions asked me, and they're like, "How did you feel with the headsets?" I didn't like it. Yeah, it was it was the audio sounded way different, so yeah. it was very weird. Yeah, it wasn't a sure SM7B. <laughs> <I'm> sure, <laughs> but yeah, you know, uh, we were supposed to do it. He was like, "We're gonna do a ten minute talk," and I was like, "All those questions, I could talk for an hour on the first one." <laughs> so. But I, I think we were like 45 minutes. Look to their fence and we're like, good luck. See what mine has to go through, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> but uh, no, it went really good. It was super interesting conversation. And I got a little jabbing on the end. <laughs> Probably. I bet they freaking. I, there's <laughs> no way they don't cut that out. Yeah. Uh, the coolest part was is the uh, Panther and Dad sit just off camera and watch podcasts. And they were like, that was really good and cool. Blah, blah, blah. You know. Uh, I hope they air the full episode. Uh, I, I really hope they do. But anyways, uh, we got done with that. I really wanted to go up and bug the engineers. They, they just kind of laughed at me when I said something about it. <laughs> so we moved on, uh, got down back on the ground floor, talked to a few of the call center guys, like basically be the people when you call in, that's who you talk to. Uh, I wanted to I wanted to say hi to the guy who helped me with the deal, but he he was actually gone when we come back down. So, mm-hmm. uh, there, I feel shitty because I forget his name already. Like the most of the people we're with are the fans of the podcast. Uh, that's cool. There was another Why? guy. I don't, Why? Why? There was another guy, and I forget his name, and he's gonna be watching this, and I feel awful. He watches the podcast, but he's also been on theirs, and I'm gonna have to go through there and 
find out its name. He walked up and he was like, I love y'all's podcast. Ryan? Is it Ryan? No, not Ryan McInerney. I'm just looking at names on the board. I'll have to. I, he might have been an engineer. Because I know I've seen him on the podcast before. But he was like, he's like, uh, y'all say the stuff we all think. Yes. <laughs> I said, yeah, that's probably why we will be very popular. <laughs> probably <laughs> maxed out our reach. Exactly. You know, it, it just it was cool to, you know, that, that was that was pretty cool. Uh, I mean, I, the whole thing was freaking amazing. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and then, like, I'm just constantly asking questions. Like, are going to do this? Are you going to do this? When does this come out? What is this? You know. And then, Did you ever? Okay. Because this would be, like, the one thing that was in my head if I was, like, when I was going to go is... The whole argument about mounting a scope. No, leveling. that's why I wanted to go see the engineers. Oh, fuck. Next time, I swear, I, okay. I I need to hear it from somebody from somebody like Pedigree's mouth. Exactly. Uh, we need to get them on here and record it. Yeah. So the coolest I'd have to say about the and I forgot to talk about this one ago. The coolest part about the manufacturing facility is as we're going, you know, looking at stuff and you know bits and pieces of the process and everything else. They had, which I don't know why they don't make these and give them to dealers. They had a scope. It looked like like one of their Viper PSTs 525, mm-hmm. but it's clear tube. Ooh. So you can see all the internals. And I literally, they're showing us like steps and process from raw aluminum. I, I was able to take a photo of this and they'll let me talk about it like, Raw aluminum to this, 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 and they had that clear one there. And I asked that guy while we were standing there because I know Tom didn't know the intricacies, dad didn't know, and it's hard for me to try and explain stuff because dad's super inquisitive like me, so he's asked me all this stuff and it's super hard to explain it. And I go, Can you teach them how, like, what all this does real fast? And which I record it, but it's kind of loud in there, so I don't know if you can hear him, but I'm like, I just kept telling everybody. Y'all need to manufacture these and give them to dealers. This is a fantastic teaching tool, like 100%. Yeah. Super cool. Uh, I don't know if they're going to. They should. It's like That was one of my favorite tools when I first started was I used to have a cutaway Glock. Mm-hmm. And so you could show you know how the trigger safety works and, and all that. It's, yeah. And then people go, oh. Yeah. No, I, it, it, and I, I was like, well, if y'all don't make them for dealers... Uh, can I order one yeah. to have in the studio for videos and stuff like that? Because that's again, that's a fantastic teaching tool. And uh, again, the Panther was an amazing teacher as well. Like he was able to put it in terms where everybody would understand always. So, like, what's like his, what was his job there? You know, I don't know. Yeah, I would assume the stuff he was doing. Like, yeah, you know, but he, every, so he was your primary escort then. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I would assume that's what he does. Customer relations. And I could be totally fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah. But he was excellent at, like, you could tell uh, he's very well respected there. Like, everybody loves him. Yeah. But he also. Just like a me. Very sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, you beat me to it. I was going to say, it's like me. <laughs> but no, he's very well respected because he takes his job very serious and he, he's very good at teaching. Uh, very well rounded on all the things. Yeah. Like there was literally, you could not ask him a question that he didn't have the answer to. Uh, 
very knowledgeable. Like anytime a new product comes out, he learns it back in front and everything else. Like I was kind of basically like testing him on the impact stuff. Uh, he knew a few things I did, hadn't figured out yet. Uh, very cool. But anyways, uh, we got done, you know, that day and he, he give, he give us these challenge coins. Uh, this one, this one, her says you are vortex nation. Oh, and dad's like, I, you know, I can tell dad's like, Oh, that's really cool. But like he, he did. I was like, Oh, challenge coin. Dad's like, what are you, what are you talking about? So I told him, I'm like, it's a military thing, but a lot of companies have kind of ruined it. You know, it, it used to mean a lot more probably when you get yeah. challenge coin for somebody and blah, blah, So, uh, I think dad asked Panther or something about a challenge coin. Well I, well, I told dad, I was like, he'll probably be able to give you like the exact ins and outs of how challenge coins are supposed to work. And he gives him like, he, he asked me, he gives him that rundown, which is really cool. Uh, the cool thing, here's the cool thing about Panther. Uh, you know, they could see right away, like I have a massive amount of respect for my dad and everything. And uh, Panther picked up on it immediately. And like, Mr. Chandler. It was Mr. Chandler. And then Wade. <laughs> you know, it, it was really cool. Uh, it, like I said, everybody treated us. You know, the, the whole time I'm just like, how much of this is, you know, you know, wine and dine. And how much of this, like, these people are sincere. Yeah. Uh, but by the end of the second day, because, like, we'd spend the whole day with them, go to dinner with them. And I, I'm over here being the cynical. And I am. I'm always, like, looking for something. You know, like, they're just faking being this nice. Or, you know, looking for all that. I 100% firm. You know, the whole time, like, Tom's telling us, because like, I'm asking Tom, like, how much of this shit's fake? <laughs> how much of this put on? Tom's like, I've been working with these people for years. Uh, they're they're legit. The people that we're working with and around, like, we're with all day, uh, they're like family to me. Because Tom don't live up there. I don't know. We Maybe we need to explain the dealer and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, so Tom's a point. dealer for, you know, effectively what you have across the country are a lot of these, like, there's like these like outdoor groups who have different territories, and so they're they're technically like a, a direct rep for the company, but they all like be packaged up like I you know I have these brands, yeah. Um, and so like Tom is our rep and our gateway to Vortex. Mm -hmm. um, so he is official and speaks on behalf of Vortex, but also a, a few other brands. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm constantly like quizzing Tom because Tom's right with us. He flew out there. Uh, Constantly quizzing him, like, are these people legitimately this nice and passionate? And he's like, yeah, no, I've been knowing them for a long time. And which, I mean, I, so then I start looking at him closer because so I'm like, someone's going to pull back the curtains at some point. Nope. Everybody's like totally legit, nice whole time. But again, like, I, you know, there is a certain, you could tell we were probably like a lot lower, uh, we didn't accept a lot of things that most people would normally jump on. And like, they were like, you know, go in there to all the, go to the showroom, anything with a tag on it, get whatever you want, as much as you want. And I'm, I'm assuming other people who go up there just like, you know, me and dad sweater. <laughs> I got a sweater and a hat. <laughs> like I, I'm sure you know, wait, what's all in there? There, I don't, a lot of shit. 
I kept asking for particular things that were clearly not going to be in there. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, it, was, it was really cool. And the very, very, very nice people, very knowledgeable about their work. Like I, I just, at dinner, I, I hated doing this, but I had so many questions. At dinner, I'd just literally just sit there and pick their brains. Yeah. When are y'all gonna do this? When are y'all gonna do this? Are y'all have plans to do this? You know what? I think it would be good for this doing this. <laughs> you know, it's like it's this, like fuck, like, dude. We're off work. Come on. <laughs> probably. <laughs> They're probably like, I just want to have a drink, and you're over here just shut the. You know. I doubt it. I mean, it's kind of like you said. You like, what is it genuine or not? It's like if you have people who are working for something they believe yes. in, and doing that. I mean, it's probably refreshing. You know, someone who it's like when somebody comes and talks to us about our shit. It's like I I will literally talk all night, all day. I, yes. I have no qualms, but rather than like, oh, let's go and talk sports ball. Blah, right, blah, blah, blah. Right. Oh, my fantasy football team, yeah. Miles. Uh, but yeah, yeah it's <laughs> a little jab on Miles. <laughs> no, you know, and basically at a certain point by the first afternoon, uh, I'm just like, oh, these people are like legitimately like they care about what they're doing. They're not just working a job. They're not just here smoozing us because they think we're going to order a bunch more, anything like that. Like, they legitimately like are are optics fans as well. Like they're excited about the product they they sell and they make and everything else. Like this is that's what I'm like. This is really fucking cool. Like I finally you know turned off the optimism or the pessimism. I guess it would be. And it was like I'm like this is really fucking cool. But at, at the same time, I'm I'm just rattling off so much shit, and they're just rattling off back. It didn't dawn on me till Dad made a comment later on. He's like, most of the time I didn't know what y'all was talking about. <laughs> and I was like, I, yeah, I was your like, dad's yeah, already probably quiet as this. Yes. <laughs> uh, he did say something. And I think it was, it was lunch the next day. Okay. So the first day was the tours and everything else. We had dinner and all that. The next day was, we went straight into vortex edge to the shoot house and did all that till lunch. And then we went out to their outdoor range. Now at lunch, it's me, Daddy, all them guys. And Dad is trying to give him a compliment. But you'll see when I explain this that I come by the way I am very naturally. <laughs> I can't remember the exact wordage. Uh, it was something along the lines of Dad was trying to give him like ultimate compliment. Basically, like, I worked in this massive plant for years. You know, I've seen all the different types of employees. And, you know, he's telling them about, about the thing. When they have plant tours, they pick people and, you know, selected people they go to. And he was like, I'm very impressed with how this is one thing I hadn't even, I was waiting till later to bring this up, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it now. Because me and dad were both like, this is the cleanest place I've ever been. You couldn't find dirt or trash anywhere. The premises inside like yet we never saw anyone cleaning what what's that about <laughs> you know but honestly i'm gonna be impressed by organization and cleanliness and dad was too he's you know come by things naturally but ultimately it leads to dad going uh i'm very impressed and then he throws in like God, i can't remember exactly how he said it I'm very impressed, and it essentially what it boils down to. I'm very impressed, and it takes a lot to impress me. And I'm thinking that you know we all know who I am, how I am. <laughs> I'm thinking the same thing, but 
I've learned through the years, like a lot of people, you know, if they don't know you and how you are, it's yeah. they're just like, what does that mean? You know, but I, you know, it it caught them off guard. <laughs> the, the, the table went stone quiet for a few moments. <laughs> and I, and what you know, he meant it as a compliment, like. You don't know me, but it, it takes a lot to impress me, and I'm very impressed. Like, yeah, he his delivery probably wasn't <laughs> on their level, you know, because we are mostly city boys, except for the Panther. Most yeah. of them are city boys that do a little bit of hunting stuff. Like, it, it's different crowds, and, and the funniest part is Dad hadn't really said a whole lot this whole time, <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, later on, uh, he got to explain, you know. And they're like, oh yeah, <laughs> you know. But it was, it to me, I'm just like, oh yeah, that's where I get that from. <laughs> but you know, it was, it was a very impressive facility, and I'm just like, man, this is this is crazy. Like I, I think they had 400 employees working there over the whole thing. Uh, just everything was impressive. And then, like I said, I wish I could tell you all all the things I know now, because it's so exciting. Like it's it's so freaking exciting, and I, and I tell you this, uh, everybody we talk to cares about the consumer, cares about the product and everything else. And there, there's again, there's a lot of stuff I can't talk about, but I'm probably gonna reach out to my contact there, one of them, and ask him about some things that I want to talk about, and make sure I can before we get into more detail about certain things, uh, you know. But anyways. I was super impressed at this point. And then they're like, we're going to the outdoor range. So down the road a ways. Now, by the way, Wisconsin's beautiful. Uh, it's mostly like farmland outside of the city. And it's like super rolling hills. But it's it's small, part, lot smaller. It's, like, it's not like this farmland where it's like flat corn. You know, it's corn, but it's like in each little big draw there's a bunch of tall oak trees and shit like that and it's like every single one of these farms had the picturesque two-story farmhouse red barn grain silo <laughs> like almost all of them and it's all pretty and shit like and the weather was great so it was like it's just perfect situation but we go to vortex's outdoor facility which is freaking phenomenal very nice uh red barn grain silo <laughs> they have a very nice thousand yard range a uh, nice little shoot house and stuff like that. Like it was very nice. Very. And turns out the same people who, again, never saw them, but apparently they exist. The same people who do the outside maintenance at their big facility do the outside maintenance there. Meaning like they handle all the trails, the range, like everything's, everything's uh mowed always and all that. Like it's very nice. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm, you know, it's thousand yard range. Well, it's like thousand forty. They have several, you know, different setups for the steel, and it is kind of like a little draw. So you get some like challenging winds at certain points. But I'm, I'm telling Dad the whole time, like, you need to be shooting. Like we're, they're just gonna, you know, let us go nuts here. You need to be shooting because I do this all the time. Like you should get up there and experience things and learn learn a little bit from Panther, a different teaching style. You may learn a few more things or whatever. So right off the bat, which Dad's always like, no, you know, 
right off the bat, uh, Panther covers how to daisy chain the impacts, which is freaking cool from a teaching standpoint. They had also they had their new shit the bed. You're gonna have to look this up from. They come out with a new compact razor spotter that's like a 13 to 35 or 40 by 56 or something 59. I don't remember. That thing's awesome. I wanted to order some. They're out of stock. <laughs> uh, but anyways, they use the the cages like we run on our Mark Fives or <clears throat> Mark Fours. It looks like the thirteen to by thirteen to thirty nine by fifty six spotting scope. The Razor, what is it called? Razor or what? HD. Yeah. Uh, there's the there's a straight one and an angle yeah. one. They had the angle one. I think they all they had was angle ones. Those things are super nice. But they when you put their twelve hundred bucks, not bad. When you put their uh, eyepiece in that has the the reticle it takes your zoom ability like it's fixed power at that point that's the only downside but anyways they had them in those cages that we run on our what are they mark four spotters yeah they had the same cage i just put it in there and they mounted you know an impact on top of that so when and they daisy chained them which is super easy once he showed me oh so your spot <laughs> your spotter is actually sending data to your individual guns yep so you have your impact on your rifles and he's, he's, you know, ranging, calling wind. You just look up and get your information dialed in and shoot. Which, from a training standpoint... That's real fucking cool. That's cool shit. Do they advertise that as a feature? I, d- I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. So, like, that was something I was super paying attention to. Like, you know, fuck the range for a minute. Like, teach me how to do yeah, this exactly. and like, all that stuff. So, you know, got the, it was just super easy syncing that shit up and... We talked a more a few a little bit more about uh, what's to come and the future of that, and uh, me and the Panther both like I basically me and the Panther are almost like stepbrothers at this point. So I'm like, what's your first change you'd make to this? He's like, well, what's yours? And we both said at the same time level. <laughs> yeah, but, you know that's so funny because that's I mean that was our yep yeah. That's a that's an easy one. That's that's low hanging fruit, but you know it's super cool getting so, like he was super familiar with it. Obviously, he's probably been playing with it for a long time. But it was it's cool to sit down with somebody and go over every little thing that I had questions about, and they could give me spot on answers about and everything else. So that was really cool. Uh, you know, I sit down and shot a few times, and I was like, yeah, it's just like shooting at the house. But you know, uh. Dad and I, I'm the whole time. I'm like, Daddy, sit down and sh-. like this is someone else's ammo. This is nice rifles, nice scopes. Sit down and run some steel. Like that's what we're here for. If you have questions, like he's obviously a great teacher, you know. So, Dad sits down and is like, I want to, sh- I want to go straight for the thousand, you know. So he shoots it, impact, uh, plays around there for a little bit. And then he walks over, uh, the Panther walks over, gives daddy another challenge coin. And I look at it. It's this one right here. Thousand yard challenge coin has a picture of Buffalo. So they're uh thousand yard. One of the targets on thousand yard is like a, it's a Buffalo. It's a little bit bigger than like our biggest count target on the range. Like it's for size comparison. So it's not hard to hit. You know, six. They're running six five creeds in chassis. The Bagara barreled actions in their chassis, MPA chassis, with the six thirty six on it. It's like, you know, suppressed, super heavy, no recoil. But these are just 
They're using like some really old Hornady 140 grain EODM. I didn't even know they made this, but it, when Hornady was doing their zombie thing, they made 140 grain EODM in the zombie box. Hell yeah. We were running that ammo. <laughs> so how long ago was that? You know, so I'm asking them, like, I'm like, how how accurate are these bagaras that y'all have? You know, where they burn up or anything? And they're like, no, they're not burnt up. They're like, with that ammo, they're one ammo away. So, like, which all these targets are more than big enough to be able to, you know, accommodate that. Uh, but at 200 yards, there's a little target set up that's called Know Your Limits. And it's uh, it's all steel. Starts out, I want to say it was eight six no ten eight six four two so you get all the way down to one of my target now at this point uh i done melted down the barrel a little bit because it's warmed up at this point it's like it's probably close to 80 degrees and you know they are big steel barrels but at this point we had done run all kinds of steel on the range. Like, we had done run through box and a half ammo or whatever. Like, the barrel's hot. The suppressor's cooking. Uh, lots of mirage off that. And he's like, Dan, you ought to try that and know your limits. And, I, I, you know, that's when I figured, find out about it. Because, like, there's so much steel. I just hadn't looked over there. It's 200 yards. Again, it's transpiring down. Dad runs it, and he gets down to the two MOA target. Now, I mean, one MOA target. Sorry. This is a one MOA rifle with this ammo. It's a one MOA target. The suppressor's smoking hot. The barrel's smoking hot. I know in my mind, like at this point, that's that's just a uh, numbers game. The target is the same size with the rifle is cold bore. Like at this point, we're we're warm. This ammo's old as shit. <laughs> you know, it's it's you know. It's going to be nearly impossible to hit. And I bet that's nerve-wracking for certain people. And I found out it was very nerve-wracking for me. Because <laughs> Dad shoots it. <clears throat> Even though I know, like, this is almost impossible because of the the ammo morning thing. You know. Dad hits it once out of, like, five or six tries. And then they're like, try it out, Wade. And I'm like, I'm sitting there knowing. Like, we aren't capable of doing this. It's going to be sure luck. Like it's the deviation of the ammo alone, you know, especially sitting inside that hot ass chamber. Yeah. Like it, I know the numbers, you know, your limits. Exactly. <laughs> but you should have stuck your own ammo in. Oh, if I'd have known, I'd have, I'd have took some, but I'm probably going to send them some, but like there's, you know, the Panthers was, uh, I don't want to say that. The Panther knows what's going on, but, you know, he don't know me. <laughs> so, the Panther's like, try that way. And I'm like, I, you know, I didn't want to be like, no, because of this reason. So, I'm like, okay. So, he's like, you're going to start. I'm like, I'm going straight for the little one. You know, which Again, I'm knowing in my mind, like, the deviation of the ammo and everything else. This probably isn't going to happen, but once out of every five, six shots. Naturally. Once out of every five, six shots, I hit it. And I'm just like, I was like, I can't even hardly see this little bitty target because of the mirage off the damn suppressor at this point, but whatever. So I could tell some of the others were just like, meh, you know, 
he's like everyone else can't shoot very good you know yeah or or about average and uh i'd already gotten out my six r because i asked him like at some point can i confirm my zero in case we do get to get at this point it was pretty and we still weren't sure if it was going to be raining so i was still intending on making a stand somewhere and you know she's like yeah yeah so it's i I let my pride get to me (laughs) As soon as I seen the looks on some of those other guys' faces, kind of like, yeah, <laughs> you know, I uh, I get my six arc, load up our varmint ammo that's about to come out, and I'm just watching because the uh, panther sits down. He's gonna try it. Like he had to shoot it eight or nine times, but at this time, like I said, the barrel is probably almost untouchable. The suppressor's definitely past that. Uh, Who knows these rifles? Exactly. I mean, the ammo, like I said, it's zombie ammo. So it's, and I don't even think they store it in a temperature control. I think it just stays in the container. <laughs> but anyways, like what I'm, what I'm getting, at, I'm not making excuses let's be honest. for everyone. Let's be honest. Most people going to shoot that. Yes. It wouldn't. Yes. It wouldn't make a fuck. No. And that's why they, they, and they, they said they had bought a bunch back when yeah. they got it. So like, I understand it's mathematically at this point, it's nearly impossible to hit that fucking target with this setup. It's a numbers game. Exactly. Deviation is so wild at this point. Like you're, you're just pissing in the wind nearly. So I, at this point I'm on one of the little barricade tools, just looking like I'm not, you know, set up or anything. I'm just looking through my, my scope. And, uh, as soon as he's like, you know, that kind of sucks. And I, and I just go, it's not the rifle. Psh, ding! I just went in and shot it off of the barricade. And they're like, hmm. So then I'm, you know, he gets off the rifle and they're just kind of they, they just kind of look around like, you know, what just happened here? I go over there. I had five rounds in the magazine. No, six technically. I hit it first try. Wait, what optic do you have on your on that? One to ten. Okay, so you do have a vortex. <laughs> Shit, if you would have a different optic. Well, like a march or something it had been like a week earlier it had a different optic on it but anyways i go sit down on the bench and they're like you gonna try it? you gonna try it you know try some more i just started shooting it <laughs> as it's flopping i'm shooting it. <laughs> and i missed the very last shot oh what a dick i got so it. cocky you fumbled it you fag but they're like at that point i turned back around at that point, uh, that one of the other gentlemen, he's looking like, what just happened here? Because I hadn't really, you know, I was kind of doing what I normally do. I don't really. Shit talk? I don't really. Don't boast? Know. No. Like, I hadn't really hardly shot at this point. or Yeah. I, you know, I don't tell everybody, like, this is all fucking easy. <laughs> you know, I'm just. Well, those things, I always, those things make me so uncomfortable because it's like. It's like the cruise ship thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But now I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to fuck around for a minute. So I, I, I tell uh, Panther, I'm like, I don't have this, this thing doped or anything. This is Varmint ammo. Like I said, I'm going to run, I'm going to run out to 600 because it's a Varmint projectile. People are wanting me to tell them what it is, but you're not going to find out yet. I'm going to run this thing out the 600 on your smaller steels, just using the minus two thing. So if you'll just spot for me, like it's probably going to get complicated out there. And I just happen down the corner. I see the other guy look over like, what the fuck did he just say? 
So I just sit down, ping, ting, 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 ting. And I could tell they're just like, this motherfucker. You know, like they just had that look on her face. Like, this motherfucker was clowning us, you know. <laughs> so then I'm like, you know, I know daddy got this. And I'm sitting here thinking in my mind. This is the moral quandary I'm, I'm in, right? Did I say that right? Quandary? Yeah, sure. it's good. It's good. <laughs> I'm sitting there, okay. Do I get this coin so me and daddy both can have one? Or do I not even try it? Let him feel special. So he can have his, uh, like. Yeah. What a great, what a great guy you are. <laughs> I am the best at being humble. <laughs> so I'm sitting here like, and I, I devised this plan. Like I just got through running this steel. With a one of ten, their smallest targets, which not, what is, I never told this, them. How it's like MOA size or their smallest target is probably <clears throat> little over MOA at six hundred. Okay, you know they it's got, like a six they inch got round varying. Or? No, it, it was like a little pig. Like your kill zone is probably about yeah. an MOA. Most for the most part, it's big targets. Yeah, you know, like we talk about, but. <laughs> They don't know, like I hadn't, t- they hadn't asked me, so I hadn't told them, like I have a 600 yard range out my window and then I have a thousand yard range 200 yards away and our targets are never that big. <laughs> they didn't ask, so I didn't tell them. So uh, I'm like, you know what? I said, I said, uh, quick dope real fast. I'll try that thousand yard with this varmint ammo. I said, it's. We're probably not going to, like, they didn't, it ain't West Texas, baby. Like, it's, it's, there's a lot of grass and shit. I'm like, unless I'm hitting it, like, we're probably not going to be able to see any kind of, like, splash. Yeah. Nothing. I was like, maybe somebody can get right behind me and watch Trace. I, you know, I said, like, I'm definitely not going to be able to see any kind of impacts through this 10X, uh, if I'm missing. Like, we, I didn't even develop a ballistics profile or nothing. Like, this is just off the minus two and all that. We're not even sure if I hit it or not. I shot like six times at it. I, you know, I don't know. Uh, they couldn't, like, you couldn't even call nothing. Yeah. Uh, so I can tell there's like, a- oh, yeah, he run, you know, he run out of his luck. You know, that, that may be in my head, but I felt like. <laughs> They're all like, man, this guy's a really cool guy. And you're just like, these motherfuckers <laughs> talking shit about me. I know it. I felt like they were like, yeah, you know. Oh, you need therapy. That's your own. That's from your childhood, Wayne. Probably. <laughs> so there, and I get, you know, I'm not going to use names. I don't know if I should, but the one main guy, I can tell he's looking at me like, kind of like, like he's sad nearly. I, you know, I couldn't really explain this look, but I could tell something was bothering him, which I found out later. And I'll t- I will get to that. So, at this point, someone made a joke, and I don't remember who it was, about we didn't know if I hit the 1,000 yards, so I can't get the challenge going. As I'm putting my stuff up, you know, we're kind of getting ready to break down. We're kind of done, you know. I just walk right over there one more time, touch that barrel on that 6.5. It's cooled off probably to around 80. I just walk over there, sit the bitch on the, sit it on there, pull out one bullet, <laughs> put it in there. I just like look through the spotting scope. That's all I said. Look through the spotting scope. Hit the. It has the impact on it. Hit the range finder. 
It hits the target, shoot, impact. And I'm just like, I just turn around and look at him like, where's my coin, bitch? <laughs> you should have been like, man, that's a really cool rangefinder. <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't say it, but I just kind of looked at the Panther like, where's my coin, bitch? He just walks over like this. <laughs> and again, the guy, he's still looking at me like, like a weird look. And uh, when we, you know, we get in the truck, like we're we're done, you know, it's great, nice place. We're making plans for dinner. Like we're gonna have a little bit of downtime. Talking about going. I don't remember if it was the first day or the second day when we went to the cheese shop. I think it was the second day went to the cheese shop. I think we left there, went to the cheese shop, then went to dinner the second day. So, cheese shop was really cool. And I talked about it in the previous podcast. Uh, I got a bunch of cheeses. I got a. Uh, it's Did like you get a, a cheese hat? No, I tried to get dad to get one. Oh, and I, I should have bought I one. I remember that from, from like, this was elementary or junior high. Somebody went to Wisconsin. They got a fucking cheese hat. It was they had them everywhere ever. in that cheese shop. Hell yeah. I should have just bought one. I don't know why I didn't, but I kept trying to get my dad to get one for my stepmom. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, you know, I love cheese and meats, and that's all they had in there. So it was amazing. Uh, lots of crazy different cheeses. I got like a 16-year-old sharp cheddar. You know what? It's not as sharp as I expected it to be. But anyways, Ooh. that was a really cool place. Uh, they would give you little samples of the cheese. Like, this is a little old bitty mom pump store. Uh, two ladies in there running it. Very neat. Very nice people and everything else. We got a bunch of cheeses to bring home curds and whatnots. We go to dinner. This is the second night for sure with this conversation. Because it was after the range. So, th- th- this night... It's just a few of us. It's not everybody. Uh, me, Dad, Tom, and just one of the other guys. Yeah. Everybody else had plans. As soon as we sit down, which this ended up being, I don't remember the name of it. It was like off on some farmland, little old restaurant in the middle of nowhere. Uh, very old school looking, very nice. Hell yeah. Had the best. That, I don't remember the name of it, <laughs> but I, I did take a picture of the sign. The best steak I've ever had in a restaurant. Hell yeah. But anyways, as soon as we sit down, the gentleman who was giving me like the weird looks towards the end of the range station, we sit down, us four, in like serious face as fuck. He goes, wait, I, I need to apologize to you. And at first I'm like, I'm giggly because I'm like, oh, here it comes. You know, here comes some- <laughs> Here comes some like smart ass bullshit. Uh but no, this motherfucker made me feel bad. Like he was so legitimate. He's like You're a dick. I tell you this all the time. <laughs> Fuck. No, 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 no. He was like, you know, the smile goes away because he like got a, such a serious look on. He's like, I had no idea that uh he's like, you're like the real deal. <laughs> he was like you probably thought our range trip was a fucking joke <laughs> I don't even know if he said fucking but like it was like serious he was like I, I just I, you know he's like there's a bunch of people come through here I'm not gonna say any names he's like but that wasn't shit for you <laughs> I said well number one you have nothing to apologize about like I'm not upset I was like this is just getting in my range trip for the day. 
<laughs> and I was like, you know, and he, he went on. He was like, I, I just I had no idea. Like, I didn't, you know, didn't know. Like, people say things, you know, you just don't know. He was like, basically, like, he don't know if there's ever been another shooter to come through there like that. But we well, have to imagine, like, if you yes. know, orienting dealers and. <clears throat> Yes. A lot of gun dealers, a lot of the bigger gun dealers who are going to be doing that. I mean, they probably, they're probably sending some purchasing guy and mm-hmm. the owner of the company, you know, a bunch of jack offs or a bunch social of social media creators. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or uh, gun, <laughs> gun influences. Yes. Uh, he, he said some, and he was, you know, it wasn't just, it wasn't like we weren't joking. It was, he was being sincere. Like he thought, he thought I would be upset. Like, you put you put this before me, you know. Like yeah. you thought, I'm just like, no. I said, dude, it doesn't matter if you. I said you could have taken us out to your indoor 50 yard range, a bunch of 20 twos. I'd have had fun. Like I love shooting. That's yeah. that's why I'm pretty good at shooting steel. Like, but anyways, uh, made me feel bad. And then like later on, like just hey, sit there and eat on me. You snooty motherfucker. I was like, did I <laughs> did I say anything <laughs> at the range? That, but. Like, led you to believe I was upset? And he was like, no, I just... Like, when you actually started shooting, everybody's like, fuck. <laughs> but, it, you know... Did you tell him, sorry, no, I wasn't upset with you. I was just battling my childhood demons of never feeling like I was enough. So, <laughs> you know, I manifested you as, like, you know, this 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 figure that I had to oppose. And that was just- I was like, well, normally uh, I would fuck with everyone and just, like, miss a lot or, you know, really fuck around. I was like, I was just having fun. Like, that... Yeah. I was like a great atmosphere where everybody's having fun. And I said, I said that, you know, I just like to see my dad, you know, get out there and do more stuff, step out of his comfort zone more and stuff like that with the shooter longer ranges. I was like, no, you ain't got shit to be sorry about. Like this whole trip has been fucking amazing. Like, yeah. uh, we've got, and then we just, we took off on this. I wouldn't know which influencers can't shoot. I mean, most of them. He but. didn't say any names. Ooh. But I asked. <laughs> I like, I'm gonna to, go. I'm gonna go see to, who. I'm gonna go find everybody who's been on the tour and like post on their social media. Bunch of them shooting. Wade, like Wade's better than you. Vortex said so. <laughs> no, it was. I'm, I'm assuming other people have been to there and shoot. I can't be <clears> the only one. Uh, like I said, it just. I mean, I just I'm picturing all the goobers like. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's like it. It's extreme opposites, probably. Like again, I'm always thinking shot show, like Gunworks display, the giant steel target, dial thing. You know, oh yeah, the long range shooter. No, they oh. do have smaller targets than most, but they don't have shit like. Yeah, yeah. I try to tell people like we have fucking one eighth MOA targets out in this bitch. Like, anyways, uh, and then we started like this long conversation about uh, optics and what's coming and everything else i pitched them my idea for the lpvos which one uh told them you know they could have that one for free with the scope cap that looks like an objective lens for lpvo so we can sell more to boomers oh <laughs> the shroud <laughs> yes they laughed their asses off and they said i was 100 right and every step of the way in the plant outside the plant i literally asked almost everyone i talked to what is the number one reason why scopes come back? Improper ring installation. Yeah. Over 95%. How much are they seeing over torque? That might have been the guy who commented that about that works at Vortex might have been the guy who walked up to me. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> uh, what'd you say? Well, I was going to say, like, is it 
like how much of it is over torquing and most of it's over torquing yeah. or not installing like the rings on the bases properly. But he said, I, how do you, how do you fuck it up? People still don't like buy tools. Like they just use a screwdriver Allen wrench and like, Meh, that's good enough. I couldn't imagine, uh, you know, and I can't, I can't wait. So the Panther and the other gentlemen are supposed to come down here sometime. November, maybe December, maybe I don't remember. Oh, that soon. Yes. Hell yeah. It's supposed to be. We'll see. Because uh, their schedules are pretty crazy. Yeah, you guys, you guys only thought you meant autism. Just wait. <laughs> uh, supposed to get to bring them both on the podcast, plus Tom. Uh, so we'll, I mean, as soon as I have some dates or whatever lined out, I'll let you know. But it was just super fun and awesome time. Uh, super down to earth, nice people that care about their jobs. Like that's what impressed me the most. Like anybody I talked to cared about their jobs. Uh, it was fun going on podcast, which. Who knows if it'll actually air? <laughs> uh, I, I, I did, you know, because they keep it clean. God, that's and so we hard. haven't we haven't kept it clean in a long time. I we mean, tr- sometimes we try. Sometimes I'm we sorry. we do all right, but sometimes we get all, like the last Brandy's podcast got way carried away. But I asked Dan, I said, uh, "Did I cuss any?" <laughs> he was like, "You said damn once." <laughs> but uh, well, no, they'll, was, they'll probably. I mean, I'm sure they'll. Touch touch it up. Oh my man. Uh it was it was so much fun. Like I legitimately legitimately bleh, I could have spent a whole week just talking to people there. Like ask them questions. See that's the shit that I like. like I love I just, the behind the scenes of everything. Like how do y'all do this? How do you I could have I wanted to stay in shipping and talk to all those people and look at, really look over their systems and everything else, but we just you know I don't want to be like, uh, I want to stay here for a little bit. You know, I just, I was like, yeah, let's go, you know. Uh, but like, there's so many things I learned, learned about Vortex itself, learned about like the Strike Eagle. I, I recorded this where they got the name from is actually the, the airplane. Uh, and learned about a lot about the guy who started Vortex and why there's such a culture there of people who really care and everything else. The story about how Vortex came to be is super fascinating. Uh, I would try to tell him, but I'd butcher it. Basically, the guy worked for some bird seed place, like birds, bird watcher store, and <sighs> something about binoculars. And he was like, "Hey, we could sell a bunch of these." And then it started from there. Hell yeah! But I mean, obviously, I'm butchering that shit out of that story. I have it recorded. I record that guy a lot telling stuff. But super fascinating history. Uh, and for no older than they are, like it's crazy the growth. Uh, and it's, it really seemed like they started hitting that stride. I mean, with like 14, 15, uh, that's what I figure. That's yeah. when I first started really hearing about them. Yeah. Well, it's when the, for me, it was when the, the original vortex one to six really, I mean, I, I was familiar with them before, but like right. even getting in the realm of things that I would personally buy at the time, I would say the razor three to 18, the target scope gen one. Yeah. Yeah. Would be the first one that put them on my radar. The boat anchor. And then it, yes. Then it seemed like after that, you seen crossfires everywhere. And I was like, I hate that scope, which I promptly told them, like, I hate these, these scopes. And like, because they're like, what's your favorite? You know, they're asking me all these questions. And I'm just like, this and this and this. I hate them. I won't own them. This and this and this. Y'all need to do away with that one. This is fantastic. <laughs> this is fantastic. Like, you know, I, they, you know, and they had some feedback, which I can't freaking talk about because it's part of the shit I can't talk about. But a lot of exciting things 
and like what I took away the most from that trip is they listen to their customers and it does take some time to do some things. Yeah. Well, especially the scale they're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Uh, and again, I, I, I'm going to, I want to talk more about lines that already exist and some of their procedures and stuff like that. But I, I need to reach out to that guy and ask him because there's, there's a lot of misconceptions about Vortex out there. I assure you, uh, but I need to I need to ask him about certain things before I can address it more often. So what's the you know biggest takeaway, biggest thing that surprised you or you know that you learned going? The the biggest thing that surprised me the like again, the sheer size and volume of that shit. Yeah. And their manufacturing capabilities and what they're doing all and all yeah. that. Like it just fucking blew my mind. Yeah. And I guess number three, again, I'm just like, Dad takes a lot to impress me and i walked away impressed on every corner like it was just everywhere you turn and they had welcome out outdoors on all their little tvs Uh, (laughs) Uh, how many how many people asked for me they were sad that i wasn't there just all of them yeah i think you know just everybody was like oh where's fitzy uh i think one or two guys like where's fitz that's weird i was like it's he's not a real person (laughs) <laughs> that's why he's, you never see him he's more of an abstract concept really uh no it was like i said the sheer size and volume of everything and their in-house capabilities and like i said i had a bunch of misconceptions about their certain lines and you know all that kind of stuff going into it because you don't know what you don't know uh and again how professional and knowledgeable literally everybody is about their field or overall uh, well, I think it's a huge testament. I mean, I've toured. I mean, I don't operations that scale, and really not many. But I've toured a lot of places, and you'll have like that core group of like you know employees or whatever. But it sounds like everybody top to bottom. That's how you know it's. They allow everybody to bring in their dogs that they like. So there's a massive amount of animals in that place. Hell yeah. Uh, the panther impressed me. Probably, I don't know. The guy's name I'm not saying either. This is super nice guy. Super like I, I we we talked some business about uh, you know, not only the store business, but some other business. And then we talked some business about some predator hunt stuff and them getting involved more and everything else and got the green light. So there's probably gonna be some things happening. Uh but you know, probably gonna be next year if they start happening. But you know, they're super about the customers, they listen to the customers, like again, it just I, I kind of had this, like me and preconceived notions, like they're going to be like, there's nothing like I was expecting. Yeah. Uh, just overall, like huge knowledge bombs. Like I, again, I have so many questions unanswered still, but I asked so many. <laughs> and I, 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 there was a certain item that was just about, that's, I was almost going to say, and I asked to have it so many times. I think I might have wore out. <laughs> You're like, shut the fuck up. Well, I to, yeah, probably. I'm sure the Panthers like, Jesus Christ. But I, like, I, I had to explain to him later on. I'm like, y'all don't understand. I have an autism spectrum disorder. <laughs> uh, I fixate, hyperfixate on things. <laughs> I'm like, y'all don't understand. I'm probably like, again, going back to what we started with. Like, I'm probably one of the 
the biggest fans of gear and especially optics, new things that's ever walked through this door. Like I, I'm legitimately excited about these things. Well, here's the other thing that they probably don't understand is now that you've seen it, you have to go back. It's like you just had an amazing European vacation with the hottest woman you've ever seen. And you have to go back to your girlfriend who's just nagging at you. And now you're like, you're looking through this like, Oh, this isn't that scope. Yes. Oh. <laughs> you know? Yes. No, it, uh, it was, it was really cool. I mean, Especially when it was looking like you couldn't go, I'm just like I think I should just stay. Which I mean, oh, I'm like mad at myself a little bit, but I mean, I I, I had to stay. Technically, back. I didn't need to go because I have so much shit going on. Yes, but I'm just like, you know what, Wade? You're gonna get out of your fucking comfort zone because I know if you'd have gone, you could have been my. Here you do social situations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here, like. I know it was good for me to get out of my comfort zone, and I'm proud of you. I, I talked to all kinds of people. Uh, I was like in social situations. It's like literally just going to like a a place you've never been yeah, before. Like yeah, I didn't. I'm normally not a fan of that. Yeah, and uh, then like the whole again the cruise ship thing. It's kind of like like you just natural hesitation. On yes, because it's awkward. Yes. So I get. I'll I'll share one last story that didn't even happen in Vortex. That was fucking hilarious. Also, awesome. So, uh, all the hotels we stayed, because we stayed at a hotel going up, stayed at the hotel while we were there, stayed at a hotel coming back. All of them had, like, their own little gym thing, so I'd get up. I stayed with my routine, getting up early as fuck and drinking my Jocko drink and going to work out. Uh, the last stay before we got to Dad's house, was in Missouri? Yes, Missouri. Okay. You know, this was self-funded hotel, so I picked just whatever the fuck. <laughs> you know, it's, we're not, we're not. You know, I told Dad, I said I'd find something cheaper if I could, but this is, you know, it's right here. So, uh, and I don't remember what town in Missouri. Not a nice hotel, but they did have like a little old bitty workout room. Had a a little bench with the all the dumbbells, so you could do, you know, get all that in. It's tiny room, little bench, uh, whatever they call the treadmills, the incline. I don't remember what the name of it is. And then you have like this, I ain't seen one in a long time, but it's like a bicycle that you sit on your butt, like in a chair for. Yeah. It also has handles that you can hold on to. Is it recumbent? Is that? I don't. I hadn't seen one in years. Uh, I was very surprised to see it. But Okay. So all that, those three things, but you know, plus the dumbbell rack, they had all the way down like to sixty fives, I think, all the way up to fives. Uh, pretty extensive. That's that was the newest thing in there. You could tell the name. It's in a room about this big, so it's packed in there. Like you nearly turned sideways to walk in between the bicycle and the little treadmill thing. That morning, I'm just like, I'm fucking, I'm just, I'm going to put the incline as high as I'm going. I'm just going to get on this bitch for a long time. And I was tired, uh, not, you know, not sleeping in my bed. I hadn't been sleeping very well. I'm in, I'm on like mile two and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm being bitchy in my mind. I'm just like, I just fucking quit. Like, this sucks, you know. Because whatever the incline, it's pretty serious. And like at this point, like mile two, the front part of your 
what is it? What do you? I don't know what you call this. Front part of your shin area is starting to get a little, little bit, little stingy. In walks this lady, who had to be in her eighties. And I'm just like, oh, she's clearly lost. She even had old, like old granny clothes on. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, I can picture pastel shirt that's buttoned up, and like the the old lady pants yeah. that are like, you know, okay. She had she had some tennis shoes on though, and I'm just like, surely she ain't waiting on me to get off this goddamn treadmill. Because I'm, I'm telling you, this lady might have been in her nineties. She sits down on that bicycle and gets pedaling. And I'm just like, damn, you know, because like she's literally right beside me. But I'm sitting here on the treadmill. Uh, at this point, I'm just fast walking. I done quit jogging. But there's a TV right here, and it's all the Hamas ship, you know, all that shit going on. I'm, I'm just kind of, that's this is like my way of sticking with this for a few more miles or whatever, just like focusing on the TV because internally I'm being a little bitch. And I noticed, like, I don't want to look at her like, hey, Granny, you know. But out of my periphery, She's getting after it. And then I'm just like, you're such a little bitch. <laughs> Talking to myself, not her. She did a couple miles on that son of a bitch. Like, I, I was impressed as fuck. Like, and was getting it the whole time. Like, it wasn't just like, you know, uh, no. Just fucking getting after it over there. Like, it made me, like, pep up a little bit more. I just started going again. I was like, you ain't going to outpedal me, granny. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I don't know. It la- laughed my ass off on that one. Uh, we come, we come back. You know, I went straight to Dad's because I picked him up. He met me in Wichita Falls, going out. Went down to Dad's, stayed night there. Been forever since been out that way. Uh, before you get to Dad's, you go through like the or- edge of Arkansas and go through the mountains of Oklahoma. Very pretty through there. Uh, very treacherous roads, and you go through Beavers Bend. Which, when I was a kid or when I lived around Paris and everything else, like, it was kind of popular. But apparently, like, uh, I, I, the the phrase I used for dad was, I was like, oh, all the city people moved in. They found this place. Because they've all, like, there's breweries and uh, <laughs> all that shit. And I told dad, I said, I said, I guarantee you this. There's probably a good pizza place in here. And sure enough, what, you know, brick oven pizza. And uh, the amount of traffic out there, because like Beaver's Bend wasn't shit. Like it was a lake, but it was like a few cabins not that long ago. Now they're like commercializing the fuck out of it. And there's all these rich white people everywhere. It was, it was hilarious. Uh, but also like people coming from Dallas literally take a highway that goes right in front of dad's house. And he said ever since like it's blown up over here, Fridays and Sundays, constant traffic. And I'm like, damn. Because he lives like off the beaten path. Like I don't. Yeah, you know, but anyways, uh, yeah. So I stayed at Dad's and only had eight more hours to drive home after that. <laughs> so, uh, but but I did tell Dad I was like, man, that put uh that little trip put some perspective on these six hour trips. Like them them don't seem like shit anymore. Uh, it was fun. Uh, learned a lot. Uh, Met a lot, lot of new, lot of new friends. Yeah, you and Justin be so proud of me. Like, I was just out there, you know, talking it up with people. Good job. I'm proud of you. I mean, that's probably my perception, but like from their perception, they're like, "This guy doesn't hardly say shit." <laughs> Unless you're talking about guns or optics. 
But anyways, uh, for the guys that Vortex are listening, we deeply appreciate like the hospitality. Like I, I you know, which I've, I've sent them all thank yous and personal thank yous and all that shit, but I, I just can't stress enough. Like, uh, deeply appreciate the hospitality. And then like the amount of respect they showed my dad, which I, again, I feel like they picked up on that. Like that shit wasn't going to fly if they didn't. Uh, but anyways, you know, that's just pessimist coming out at me. Uh, deeply appreciate that too. Uh, so yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm going to, I'm going to talk to the guy because there's some behind the scenes stuff. I want to find out what I can talk about so I can like, it's basically about like misunderstandings of what people think about vortex objects. Like there's a lot of stuff I need to, Yeah, I feel like I need to clear the air on, but anyways, this podcast is brought to you by Vortex Optics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, one, one final thing before we go. While you were gone, uh, the Taylor Swift era's movie premiered in theaters. I do want our listeners to know that I did rent out a theater, hosted it, had a bunch of people there, sang, dance, laughed, cried. It's great. That's probably why I didn't come. So if you want to experience what I experienced, uh, yeah, just go to your local theater. I'm sure. Bring your friendship bracelets. And uh, yeah, watch the gag Taylor Swift Eras tour movie. Gag, gag. Ugh. Anyways, be sure and go to allymunition.com. We have vortex scopes on there. <laughs> or if you're in the area, stop by Al Outdoors in Midland. Got plenty of Lots vortex of stuff. in stock. Lots of stuff. Got the range. I, I know the impact. Like those are moving really fast online. We have a bunch in stock ready to sell. And we also have one on the website now. Oh, yeah. And yeah. in store, if you want to see it in person. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. See you guys next time.